campus of Gardner-Webb University in Boiling Springs, North Carolina. This is Bulldog Dialogue. Hello everybody, I'm Gardner-Webb University President William Downs, and welcome to episode 14 of our podcast series. Today, Bulldog fans, we have a very special treat. I'm joined in the studio by basketball royalty, some hoops heroes from GWU's 2022-2023 women's basketball team. This year's team is one that has already clinched the Big South Conference regular season championship, which is Gardner-Webb's first in more than a decade. It's a team that has tallied more than 20 wins for the first time since the 2010-2011 season. It's a team that's made history by starting league play with an unblemished, perfect 16-0 record. No other team in conference history has ever done that. Undefeated on its home court, undaunted when it plays on the road, this team is special. And this team is not done yet. There's unfinished business in the regular season. There's a conference tournament on the horizon. And there's a chance to play on the national stage. It's March Madness, baby, and things are getting wild in the springs. And today we welcome head coach Alex Simmons, the architect of this year's success. We're also joined by three members of a team that's loaded with talent at every position. We've got Lauren Bevis, the senior guard from High Point, who's lit up opposing teams with 78 made three-pointers this season. We've got junior forward Alasia Smith from Johnson City, Tennessee, who's one of the nation's best defenders with an incredible 104 steals through 28 games. And we've got graduate student Jessica Williams from Augusta, Georgia, who plays both guard and forward, who's got a team leading 18.4 points per game. She scored 515 points thus far this season, and for her career, she's the leading scorer in program history during Gardner-Webb's NCAA Division I era. Today, we'll ask Coach Simmons and the players to reflect on their run during this historic season. We'll ask about their GWU careers, and we'll look ahead to the Big South Conference Tournament in Charlotte, March 1st through 5th. Big dreams, big season, big conversation ahead. So stick around, folks. We'll be right back to Bulldog Dialogue after these brief messages. Gardner-Webb University and the town of Boiling Springs, North Carolina are taking over Main Street on Saturday, April 22nd for Webstock 23. From 1 to 10 p.m., you can catch live music, check out local artisans, engage with street vendors, enjoy local food and beverage, and even bring children to the kids' zone. Music will be provided by Chatham County Line, Cassette Rewind, The Phoebe's Band, 96-ish, and Rutherford County Line. Again, mark your calendars for Webstock 23 on April 22nd from 1 to 10 p.m. on Main Street, Boiling Springs, and the Gardner-Webb University campus. For more information, visit gardner-webb.edu forward slash webstock. Welcome back to Bulldog Dialogue. Coach Simmons, Lauren Bevis, Alasia Smith, Jessica Williams. Welcome to the show. How's everybody doing? Good. We're doing great. Good. 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 All right. Everybody's good. We've established that. Coach, first question's for you. You came to Gardner-Webb in 2018 with the goal of building a championship program. You inherited a program that had gone just 8-10 and 10 in the conference the year before. And you've now won 85 games in five years. You've just clinched a regular season title. 
How'd you build this thing, and how does it feel to you personally to be on top? Well, I think it had to do a lot with our recruiting. Um, I'm a, I, I came from recruiting. My background is recruiting. Um, my pedigree is winning championships. Um, you know, I think I knew specifically what type of player we needed at Gardner-Webb and what type of system we wanted to run. Um, we knew we wanted to get up and down the court. We knew we wanted to get a lot of shots up. Um, and we, we knew we wanted to be def- defensive-minded. So being very specific with who we brought on this campus, who we brought into our program, um, obviously the first player that came on this campus was Jessica Williams. Um, and as soon as I watched her film, never saw her play in person, actually, and just watched her film, studied her game, um, and I knew she could do some big things. Didn't know she could do this big of things, but I knew she could do some big things. Um, to me personally, I just wanted our student-athletes to understand what it meant to win a championship and be championship-minded. I've won two myself, um, won plenty of conference championships, regular season championships, um, and I wanted them to be able to experience that. I think that's special. That's a part of the student-athlete journey when you go to college. Um, I think that you don't get the opportunity to do it often, so when you do get it, you have to take full advantage. How do you feel personally, though? I mean, this this... This has been a labor, right? Five it has. years, yeah. And I just don't think it's hit me yet. Um, I don't know if it's just, just being focused. I don't know if it's – I really don't know what it is. It just hadn't hit me yet. I think since we have two more games, we, we were able to clinch so early um, that it just hasn't hit me yet. I think I see a bigger future for us. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely grateful um, these ladies give their all for our program. And honestly, they give their all for me, and that's all I can ask for. You've been confident all season. This is no Cinderella story. You're you're not sneaking up on anybody. Gardner Webb was the preseason pick uh, to be in first place at the end of the season, but as you know, preseason hype means nothing unless you deliver. Being the favorite means you've got a target on your back everywhere you go. Uh, was there a single game this season when you walked off the court after beating somebody that you thought to yourself, "Yep." This team's the real deal. This is going to be a special season. A single game? Gosh. Honestly, it was probably our VCU game. Um, I didn't know what to expect going into that game. When you walk, when you go to VCU, I mean, when you see their facilities, we practiced in their practice facility. It's, it's insane what they have there. Um, I didn't really know how our team was going to respond to all of that. Um, going into their gym, huge, great arena. Um, but when we won that game, I think that's when I knew this was the team. There were a lot of moments, though, not outside of basketball. It's funny. The season started. Um, we hadn't even played a game yet. And you, matter of fact, came to our practice and brought them some goodies. Mm-hmm. And I think your response, you, you said to them, you know, this might be the team. And Lauren was the one who kind of was a resounding, this is the team. The team. And I kind of clinched because I was like, oh, God, did she just say that to the president? <laughs> but when they when they all responded like that, that's actually when I knew that we were about to do something special. I think that became the new hashtag, too. It this did. Is the, this is the team. So you rebuilt your coaching staff mm-hmm. in the offseason. Talk to us about how important that process has been and what your new assistants have meant to the success of this group of student-athletes. Well, at the end of last year, I knew we needed something. Um, I just didn't know what that something would be. And then it all kind of took care of itself. Um, We brought in three assistants who 
just give their all for the program and for these players. They're invested um, emotionally, physically, anything that they have to do that they're going to do it. Um, you know, bringing in Whitney Bays, who has a championship pedigree, playing at Maryland, playing playing at Purdue, um, bringing in Nadiria Evans, who was a All-American player at Asheville just last year. Um, her in particular was a player that I knew she was a fifth year last year, and I watched her all season just to see how she led her team. I told the players, even when we would play her, that she's a great leader. Um, how she led on the basketball court, how she communicated with her teammates. And I specifically wanted her here for Jessica Williams. Hmm. Um, I knew that she would be somebody who Jess could lean on, who's a fifth year now, kind of in those same footsteps. Um, Kiki McKinney, who just came off a championship at Charlotte. Um, I knew I needed her voice. She's a Tennessee girl. Um, and specifically for Elijah Smith, um, you know, she's very, 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 very hard on our team. Um, but that's what they needed, even though she's a graduate assistant. Um, she wants them to win just as bad as they do, just as bad as I do. Um, so it, the, the energy that they brought to our program, to our university, is just to our players. Um, our players know that they can lean on our assistants, and they're going to be there no matter what time of day it is, no matter what it's for. So I'm super grateful for them also. Good stuff. All right, Bevis, Williams, Smith, what does it mean to each of you to be part of what is clearly a historic season? Uh, well, for me personally, it's just an honor to, uh, you know, play with some of my best friends and for Coach Alex. Um, I never thought that um, this might happen, that we would go undefeated so far, but, um, you know, it's not a surprise because of how hard we've been working this season and, you know, what we've um, put forth and what Coach Alex, the layout that she's given us, you know, um, she gives us a perfect game plan every single game. Um, and we just follow that to the best of our abilities, and um, we know that she'll never set us up for failure. So as long as we take care of business and do what we need to do, um, I think we'll be all right. So. Jessica Williams. Um, it's truly an honor to me personally because, you know, I can't, like I said, I came in with Coach Alex, so – Making history with her and also making history with my teammates, like Bev said, best friends as they come. Um, it's definitely truly an honor to do that. We've been working hard in the off season, and we've always stated that we wanted a championship. We wanted to be regular season, and we got regular season. Now we just on to the championship. So, I say I'm excited, but more honored. Um, I'm the young one out of the, I guess, the group, but. Um, just with this group now and us having this much history, it's like next year I have to do the same thing. And with Bevis maybe coming back, we don't know yet. Um, we now know what we have to face, and this team has built chemistry like no other. So it's an honor, actually. Are you guys going out and just having fun and playing your game, or do you think about – Gosh, we got this next milestone. We're we got this streak. We're doing something that nobody else has done before. I mean, we're all thinking it in the stands. Are you guys thinking about it when you hit the court? I think our biggest thing this year is taking it game by game. Uh, we've said that um, pretty much every single day. We know that we can't look too far ahead. Um, if we do that, um, we know we might trip up. And so I think we play our best when we take it game by game, and we just go out there and have fun. Um, if we're having fun, that's when we play our best. Um, that's when the team gets hype. Um, our bench has been amazing this year, mm -hmm. getting us hype. Um, so, yeah, I think just game by game is, is the key for us right now. You know, 
NCAA sports is kind of crazy right now. This thing called the transfer portal has meant a lot of instability on a lot of teams. Um, each of you chose to come back. Um, and in Jessica's case, come back for a fifth year. Tell us about the decision to stay. The decision to stay really, really wasn't a decision, honestly. I was coming back. <laughs> I was coming back when they said you had an extra year, so. <laughs> but um, it made me want to come back even more when, like, it was a sad case, but, like, when that buzzer went off and we ended mm. up losing the game, and I looked at Alasia and I was like, we will win a championship next year, and there's no doubts about it. And then I talked to Coach Alex, and we both wanted to win a championship, and I asked her, could I come back? And that was How it. long did she think about that? She, <laughs> <laughs> she said, I want you to come back. <laughs> Coach, talk, talk a little bit about Jessica Williams. Uh, as we heard earlier, the first recruit you added to your roster, she now has more than 1,800 career points. Describe her development over these years as a player. I'm glad you asked that because a lot of people look at what she's doing now. And I always reference, there's a picture in our hallway outside the office, and it's where we played at Florida. We won that game. It was my first game, her first game. But Jessica Williams is on the bench cheering. Hmm. And I think that picture is very telling because she didn't just start as, honestly, she didn't have the career that Alasia has had her freshman year. Um, it was a huge journey. It was a huge learning lesson for her. Um, it was, I think, a lot of coaches, to be honest with you, would have given up on her um, into her freshman year for just not understanding who she was, not meeting her where she was. Um, you know, she, as a freshman, she did not start like Elijah did coming in. Um, it took her probably through half the season for her to finally get a starting position on our team. Um, and even with that, she was, you know, she was productive towards the end, but she was not the productive player um, when she first started and when she first pl started playing. But I always tell people when you buy in, you're bound to be su successful. Um, and even through all that, um, she bought into what we wanted. She bought into um, what I saw for her. Um, now, it was it was we but we butted heads plenty of times. But again, <laughs> but again, you know, we stuck beside each other Um she believed in me, I believed in her, and here we are today. So it's now been a legendary career. That's, that's a pretty heavy label. It's a, it's a legendary career, Jessica. Um, what are you proudest of in that career? Um, I'm just successful to be here. Like with all, the, with all the stuff that I've did, to be honest, none of this would be – none of this would happen without my teammates. So I think them – personally for even making any of this happen for me that's magnanimous of you um let's let, let's <laughs> what do you mean by that that's wonderful that's very modest but let me let me let me ask you to be a little bit more selfish here one-on-one -on -one, is there anybody out there who can stop your move to the basket male or female no <laughs> <laughs> Right answer, right answer. That you you got a special move, and it is it is something to behold. Lauren Bevis, January twenty eighth, two thousand twenty three. You're at high point. You go seven for seven from three point land, fourteen out of fifteen overall. You've made more three pointers than any woman in the Division One era at Gardner Webb. What makes you such a great shooter? 
I think it just goes back to my work ethic and um, Coach Alex. She does a great job of putting me in positions to get shots. Um, My teammates, they put me in great positions. They get me the ball. They know when I'm hot to get me the ball, um, and they know I won't stop shooting it. But I think it all goes (laughs) back to my work ethic. Um, That's pretty much it. Are you a gym rat? Are you in there when the lights are turned off and you're still going at 2 a.m.? Yes, yeah, yeah. I think I heard Coach Alex talking on a podcast a little while ago, and um, this past summer, I think their biggest thing was to get me out of the gym to go get some rest. So that's uh, that's kind of the the struggle of it, just getting me out of the gym. But I love being in the gym; it's one of my favorite places to be. Yeah. Alasia Smith, I mentioned steals earlier. You had a game this season with eight, but you're also known to be an elite rebounder. You had 18 rebounds against High Point. Explain what it takes to excel at that critical aspect of the game. Um, I would say rebounding is my specialty. Um, my teammates know that every rebound is mine sometimes. <laughs> but, um, no, I just love rebounding. If I'm not getting boxed out, I will go get it. Um, but in anything, I know rebounding is my best thing. And for my team to have this success now, it's rebounding for me. So that's what I bring a lot to the table. Yeah, so you play a physical game, and I've seen it a lot this season. You've all seen it. A lot of teams um, have been throwing that extra elbow. Uh, I think maybe somebody stepped on your head mm-hmm. one game <clears throat> this season. When you're the front runner, people are going to come after you that way. How do you dominate physically without fouling out or without losing your composure? Um, I'm a big piece to the team, so – if I lose composure, things may can go downhill, and I don't want to put my team in that situation where they have to, I wouldn't say struggle, but come to that diversity that they have to fight through. So um, my parents have always taught me to, like, always keep my composure even though I have, may have a target on my back. And so and then Coach Alex has helped me with that as well. So just keeping that composure. Good stuff. Coach, um, I want to talk about some other players in a moment, but but what do these three players mean to you in terms of their leadership, both on the court and off the court? Um, well, they were brought here for a reason, and they were put here together for a reason. Um, I look back at recruiting Alasia and watching her play in the summer at these random gyms, and I told my staff at the time, you know, I don't know what position she is. I don't know how good she can be, but she's the one I want. Um, matter of fact, her and her mom came on campus uh, for her official visit before her freshman year. And she actually wanted to go to another school um, right down the road, matter of fact. Mm. And I basically I looked at her and I looked at her mom and I said, you know what? If you're going to be okay with being the backup, then you probably need to go to that school. And they left there probably about a week or so later. They called, and she committed to Gardner-Webb because I don't think she wanted to be a backup. Um, but, I mean, I saw that potential in her very, very early. Um, you know, she's a player that most people, if we're being honest, would consider dirty. But it's because how strong she is, um, how hard she plays. Um, for a player to be able to play the minutes that she plays and play that hard, um, it's, it's uncanny. Um, and it's very, very rare. I think all these players, all three of them, Jess, Lauren, and uh, Lay, they're they're just different. They're built different. Um, and that's where you see, um, you know, 
they're three of our four main players because um, they're just built different. Um, they they sell out to whatever I could tell them that the sky is purple and they're going to believe that the sky is purple. Um, they, they're sold out to this university and, you know, that's all you can ask for. Mm-hmm. They're, they're a part of our, they're a part of my, my family, um, off the court. Um, my mom is, I mean, she's just always there. Um, they, they depend on us. They swear they're my daughters. I don't know how, where I'm not old enough to have kids <laughs> as old as them, but that's okay. They can, they can be that. They always, they always got a, a spot on my couch. Um, but they're just super special. I think it's just the, the, the selling out and the buy-in to our program. That's, that's what's making this year special. I wish we had the whole team here. If we had enough microphones, we would have the whole team here. I said earlier this is a team that's loaded with talent. Starters, Kane and Cox. You got Thunder Burke, Little John, Caps, Matthews off the bench. You got newcomers like Grace Pack, Christina Dang. Really, everybody's had the chance to contribute. I think somebody mentioned the word chemistry earlier. It's one thing to load a team with a lot of talent, um, but a lot of talented teams without chemistry have had wretched seasons. How have you guys created and maintained chemistry? That's for anybody. Um, I'd say it probably starts in practice. Um, You know, everybody gets reps. Um, You know, I'm not a coach who in practice seven people in and out. Um, You know, I feel like if you want to get reps, if you want to play, if you want to get better, you'll kind of take responsibility of that on your own. Um, You know, I think what they do off the court um, without our staff is huge. Um, I never see one without the other. Um, and it's different. It's different groups. It's different group of people. But every time I see them on campus, they're never by themselves. Um, so I think I would credit a lot of that to them. Um, they're sold out to each other's goals. Um, there's some games where we play where you know Lay wants to get ten and twelve or twenty and fifteen. Jess wants to get thirty. All the, our last game, she wanted to get thirty, and I looked at her and I said, "Well." If you had made a couple of those layups, you would have had 30. So you're just going to sit over here. (laughs) Um, But Bev, um, you know, we always – she and I always shoot um, on game days. um, And it's one of those things where we always want to beat the other team to the gym, home or away. So you'll always see she and I out there first. Um, You know, we just – everybody has their little – things with with each other whether it's Jess and Lay coming out they always come out every game and sit with each other um, on game days so they all have their own little like I don't know if it's superstition I don't really know what it is I guess habits that they do with each other so Bevis Smith Williams talk to us about your coach uh we 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 see her on the sideline we, we see her on game day tell tell the listeners something that uh we don't know about her. What's she like in practice? What's she like uh, in the locker room? What's she, yeah, give us some insight into Coach Alex. Well, I'm just going to start it off with she's great. <laughs> but um, she's actually, like, one of the best coaches you could ever have. Like, she's always there whenever you need her. Um, actually, when I first came in, I, was, I used to be nervous, like, to go in her office and 
I was like, I want to go in there and sit, but I don't know if she's going to let me. <laughs> but now it's like, if it, once you get to know her, you're like, she's actually a really great coach. Like, me and Lay just go in there. I sit on the couch and just lay back, and Lay sits in her two chairs and get comfortable, and we just turn TV on. Y'all steal her phone a lot, don't you? <laughs> yeah, we, me and Lay have a little thing where we take pictures before every game on her phone, and we'll delete some if we don't like them. <laughs> but that's just our one of our pregame rituals that we do. Um but yeah, she's a really great coach. I love being under her and love playing under her. So they take over my office. If I'm laying on my couch, they look at me and say, "You're in my spot," <laughs> and I'm expected to get up. My desk. They take my chair. My desk. <laughs> her lay's desk. That's her spot. I walk in. She has her feet up. <laughs> her desk. My sofa. <laughs> Basically. Sixteen and zero, coach. <laughs> you gotta let them do it. whatever they you want. <laughs> Anybody else on Coach Alex? I, like, I know a lot of players will say about their coach, like, she, you know, she really cares about us. You know, she'll do anything. But I think Coach Alex, like, especially over this past year, and, you know, I, she genuinely cares about each individual on the team. She will do anything for you. A lot of people don't understand what we've had go on this team this past year. But every single situation, um, she has been there for you. She um, – you know, she, I have no doubt in my mind that if I was in California and I called her and she was all the way here, that she would fly in a heartbeat if I needed anything. So she is, she genuinely cares about her players. And, you know, that's amazing to me. All right. Um, from coach to the fans in the stands, um, the fans who show up at your games are loud, mm-hmm. they're into it. They mix it up a little bit with the opposing teams. I don't know if you notice that, but they're having a good time with the opposing <laughs> coach and the opposing teams. Uh, tell us about the importance to you of having the fans there in support. I love it. Now that we have fans and, like, back then, I mean, women's sports didn't have much fans. And now that they've seen, like, things have turned around. And I guess um, I have a lot of friends now that are in, this like, that student section. So, They'll see me walking around campus, and they'll be like, oh, game tonight? They're so excited. <laughs> um, it just pumps me up. It gets my team up. You can just see, like, the energy in that arena is different, mm-hmm. and that's what I love about it. Does it tempt you to take more threes, Lauren Bevis? I mean, Because they go nuts them. when you hit one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm going to shoot them regardless, but they, <laughs> they get me excited for sure, yeah. Good deal. All right, Coach, how important is it to have a bye going into the conference tournament? Um, and how do you keep your team locked in, focused, hungry, and determined to get better with every game in March? Um, a lot of people look at that bye and they're thinking rest, but I'm thinking just another day to prep. Um, one thing that we've done as a staff this year is I, I never look at the last scouting report if we play a team twice. It's obviously, we play everybody twice in our league. Um, but I wanted to treat every team as if it was a new team from game to game. So, And I'll do the same thing going into a tournament. But I think it's just important to get that extra day of prep, um, get that extra time together. Um, obviously, going into the next round, you know, you kind of want your legs and things like that. But to me, they're playing 30 minutes plus anyway, so they should be used to it uh, by now. Um, but I think just the prep time is more important to me than the rest time. Got a little edge going into this year's tournament. I don't think any of us enjoyed the way the last game ended last year. How, how do you use that to to get them fired up? Well, I think, you know, if you look at 
how it ended, I can vividly see in the locker room, in that hallway, Jess um, just devastated, um, you know, on the sidelines, how, how it felt. Um, it, was a t- it was a tough way to lose for obviously some circumstances out of our control. Um, but we, re- we reminded them of 10 seconds of defense a lot this year. Um, especially in some of our hard moments because we know we have to play when it gets hard. Um, but we we have a slogan, 10 seconds of defense, because we felt like we lost the game. Mm. We needed to stop, um, and all we had to do was play 10 seconds of defense um, and not foul at the end, uh, give somebody two free throws. But um, I think it stung enough that we're motivated um, to not let it happen again. Lauren. Jessica, Alasia, there's a lot of basketball left to play. you got to finish out the regular season. Then there's a chance to make a lot of noise in postseason. But no matter what happens the rest of the way, you'll be cutting down some nets at Paul Porter Arena in just a few days. And there will be at least one championship banner that will hang in our arena forever. No matter, for as long as Gardner-Webb plays basketball, there'll be at least one banner with you guys on there. Think about that forever. You'll bring your kids back here one day, and you'll show them that banner. Then one day they'll bring their kids here, and they'll tell them about this special season. As we wrap up this podcast, talk to us about the emotions that you have as you think about your place in Gardner-Webb basketball history. For me personally, um, you know, I try not to take it for granted. Um, I've enjoyed every single minute that I've been here, and um, we'll continue to do so. Um, just try to remember that this is not going to last forever. Um, you know, sometimes you don't want to go practice. Sometimes you don't want to go in the gym and get extra shots up. But you got to remember that, um, you know, this is, doesn't last forever, and you got to enjoy every single minute of it. So that's what I try to remember. Jessica Williams. Um, definitely not taking anything for granted, like Bev said. Um, I'm sorry, Lauren said. <laughs> <laughs> um, I take I take everything in honor what I do, what we do here together. Um, I love being with them. And actually, when the season's over, I'm actually going to be kind of sad. <laughs> Won't be able to play with my girls anymore, but I'll still be here. So um, just taking it day by day and being happy with what I can do with them now. So, Alasia, any mo- emotions? Um, I'm enjoying every moment. I still got two more years. <laughs> but um, hey, Pace yourself, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying it. And... Many more to come. There you go. Oh, I guess so. Coach, any final words for everybody out there in Bulldog Nation listening today? Um, you know, I hope just everybody understands that this journey wasn't easy. Um, this year in particular. I mean, we're having I think all of us are having fun in our own individual personal lives, but we've had so much happen in our family lives. Um, and I think where you talk about motivation and things like that. Um, we play in honor of our families. That's something that we talk about all the time. Um, you know, people don't, our families don't watch us play to say, oh, I'm watching you play. You, you better lose. You know what I'm saying? So I think we know, <laughs> we know that people want to see us win. Our families want to see us win. Um, they've invested just as much as we have and sacrificed just as much as we have. Um, you know, continuing the support. For my first year here and now, I mean, our fan support is just a complete 180 um, and what we had and what we're getting now. Um, the excitement that these that these women bring on campus, um, you know, even in the Cleveland County and Shelby community, um, even in Charlotte, there was an article written about uh, Michaela and myself talking about our team in the, what I think it's the Observer, 
um, in Charlotte. So there's a lot of excitement going around with Gardner Webb. Um, I had a before our season started, I had somebody ask me, "So you know who are we chasing this year?" And that that comment stung me um, for this season. It's really my motivating my motivating source, to be honest with you. Because I think so many people think that Gardner-Webb is behind or Gardner-Webb is the one chasing. Um, and now we're in a spot where everybody's chasing us. And as hard as they try, as hard as they run, as fast as they run, I think it's important to know that with this group, um, as long as I'm the head coach here, we'll keep sprinting ahead um, and you'll never catch us. So um, I think seeing where Gardner-Webb was and the mindset from when I got here to now, um, I think we just want to continue the confidence, like you said earlier, continue um, being humble, but at the same time being proud of who we are. I think your slogan this season was our way. You're doing it your way. Our way. Yeah. All right. I want to thank Coach Alex Simmons, players Lauren Bevis, Alasia Smith, and Jessica Williams for spending time with us on Bulldog Dialogue today. And on behalf of everyone at Gardner-Webb, our students, faculty, staff, and administration, on behalf of our 37,000 alumni, congratulations to you guys. We are proud of you. We're excited for you. We can't wait to see what's next. Thank you, ladies. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, so, folks, we'll take a short break. We'll be right back with GWU in the headlines, so stick around. Did you know that Gardner-Webb University now offers a Master of Public Administration degree that you can earn in as little as 10 months? That's right, the 10-month MPA is created specifically to meet the needs of active professionals. Offered in a fully online format and competitively priced, this program will prepare students for upper management positions in a variety of public and private sector fields. The purpose of the Gardner-Webb University Master of Public Administration program is to prepare students for a successful leadership role in local, state, federal, and nonprofit agencies. Gardner-Webb also offers a first responders grant to those who qualify. If you're currently working in a public or nonprofit service sector, you may want to check with your organization for possible financial support or grant options. The MPA 10 is a 36-semester-hour master's degree program, and courses are delivered in eight-week terms. This is becoming a very high-demand program, and class sizes are limited. So if you'd like to apply or get more information, just visit gardner-web.edu. Welcome back to Bulldog Dialogue. It's time to highlight some GWU headlines from our favorite social media platforms. Let's start with Instagram, where we get the good news from Gardner-Webb's food services providers that a new full-service, full-menu Chick-fil-A is now officially opened in the Tucker Student Center. Everybody's favorite chicken sandwich is now available six days a week, serving the university community as well as the general public. So check out at Dog Dining, that's one word, D-A-W-G, Dining, on Instagram. And while you're in the Tucker Student Center getting your favorite Chick-fil-A meal, you can now also visit our full-service Starbucks, as well as our Barnes & Noble campus shop for all of your favorite Bulldog merchandise and gear. 
We do love Instagram, so let's stay there for a moment and check out another great Gardner Webb story. The Department of Natural Sciences is gratefully celebrating a major infusion of new technology thanks to a gift from the David E. and Marilyn W. Withrow Foundation. 22 new microscopes with oil immersion lenses have been added to our classrooms and labs to enhance work by microbiology students and faculty as they study things like bacteria. And that's great news for our current and future students. We extend our thanks to the Withrow family for their generosity. To learn more, go to at G-W-U-N-A-T-S-I. That's one word, G-W-U-N-A-T-S-C-I, the Instagram home of Gardner-Webb's Department of Natural Sciences. Now to Facebook we go for a shout-out to 2003 Gardner-Webb alumnus Brian Gwynn. Brian was recently named president of Mercy Health in Cincinnati, Ohio. He brings over 20 years of experience to his presidency in that important healthcare market. Gwynn joined the Mercy Care Administration on February 6th and will lead the organization as it strives to improve the health and well-being of its community and to bring help to those in need. We're certainly proud of this Gardner-Webb graduate who's now responsible for all Mercy Health operations in Cincinnati, including oversight of Mercy Health Cincinnati's leadership team. Nicely done, Brian Gwynn, and good luck in the new position. To read the full story, join the more than 18,000 people who follow Gardner-Webb University on Facebook. Our last headline comes from Twitter, where we encourage you to follow our great college town of Boiling Springs. You'll find them at townhall underscore BSNC. The Boiling Springs Twitter page is sharing the good news that for a second year in a row, the town and Gardner-Webb University are partnering to host an all-day music festival for the community, and it's all free. Webstock 2023 is scheduled for April 22nd, right here on Main Street across from campus. From 1 p.m. to 10 p.m., we'll have five bands from across a range of musical genres. We'll have food vendors, craft sales, a kid's zone, and a ton of fun. Visit the town of Boiling Springs on Twitter to learn more about Webstock. You will not want to miss this great annual concert event. So that wraps up our tour of Gardner Web and the headlines. We'll take one more quick break and then wrap up episode 14 of Bulldog Dialogue. Cybersecurity is one of the most important and in-demand skill sets in today's world, and a degree in cybersecurity can provide you the foundations to identify and protect against security threats, to outsmart cybercriminals, and to support governments and top organizations in their efforts to keep data safe. Cybersecurity is a rapidly growing field, and a degree from Gardner-Webb University can give you the edge you need to begin a successful career in this essential industry. The cybersecurity program is offered in person for traditional undergraduate students as well as fully online in the degree completion program at Gardner-Webb. This degree curriculum is based on guidelines supported by the National Security Agency, the FBI, and other high-profile organizations. For more information on Gardner-Webb University's cybersecurity degree, visit gardner-webb.edu or call 704 406 4489.
All right, everybody, I'd like to thank Coach Alex Simmons, Lauren Bevis, Jessica Williams, and Alicia Smith for being our guests today on Bulldog Dialogue. Folks, if you love to watch good basketball, if you want to be part of a championship season, and if you love Gardner-Webb University, make your plans now to attend the Big South Conference Basketball Tournament. Our women's and men's teams deserve your support. We want a sea of red and black in the stands at Bojangles Coliseum in Charlotte during Championship Week, March 1st through 5th. To get your tickets, visit GWSports.com. And remember, folks, wherever you are, at home, on the road, in the office, or in the gym, you can find and subscribe to all official Gardner-Webb podcasts on any of your favorite platforms. You can also bookmark gardner-webb.edu forward slash podcast for your direct connection to podcasts like these. Until next time for Bulldog Dialogue, I'm Gardner-Webb President William Downs. Let's go dogs. Let's go dogs.